Hey, Brandon. Today is Saturday, January 28th. So that means it's been 16 days since you passed away. And I've been wanting to do this podcast every day to talk to you. But I haven't figured I could get through it. And clearly I'm not doing great already. But but anyway, so here we are. Um, Jennifer, my friend from Chicago that you know, got this beautiful video made for you for your service, which is on your birthday, um, when you should have been 44, um, and I've watched it three times today, and I have, uh, cried so much, I felt like I could throw up every time. But you look great in it. And I got these beautiful poster boards of you from pictures on your phone. And you look gorgeous in them. (sighs) For everyone to see. I got some little forget-me-not seed things. Little hearts that are on paper that have seeds in them. So we can pass them out to everyone when they come for your service. And... Maybe people will plant some flowers and that'll be something nice, at least, out of uh, all of this. I got a nice new bedspread today that is a heated blanket, which I'm sure you're probably pissed about that you missed because it's really, really warm in that freezing cold bedroom that you were staying in and you would have loved it. I am having trouble throwing away your stuff. Um, I don't want to send all that stuff back because it makes it feel like you're not coming home. Which I know that you're not. But when I see your dialysis stuff in there for just a little minute, makes me think you're still in the hospital. I just can't. I don't even. I don't even have words for this. I don't know how to tell you how sad I am. How much I miss you. How much I'm gonna throw up all the time, and I don't feel like it's getting any better. Like I'll have a minute where I feel okay, and then. I don't know, it hits me again. And I know Jenny's, Missy, are struggling just as bad. Jay and Brian are also struggling. Leah came, even Lynn came, and she took your cats. And I knew that you would like that. At least they would go to somebody who would love them and take care of them. I was very nice to David. You would be very proud of that. Fuck, I even hugged the guy. So did Jenny. Turns out I think he was able to keep his dog because I haven't heard anything from him. But he did say that if he wasn't able to keep them, keep uh, Grezu, that he would let me know. And if he can't, then Brian said he wants them. So all your pets have homes, which is good. Um, 
Your apartment people were so amazing. I'm thinking I should take a flyer over there and let them know about your service because everyone was so upset when they heard that you passed away. You've been living there for so long. I had didn't even realize it's been like 10 years that you've been in that apartment. Jenny took your car, so freakishly everything's going okay. Um, I know you're going to be mad that I have chicken wings at your service, but they were easy. And I just got barbecue, so nobody has to worry about hot or anything. And I know that you probably think that chicken wings are not very bougie and they're probably a little bit like, I don't know, trashy, but there's something that everybody can eat and most people like, but I did get a poached salmon. So that's still at least fancy. And the crudite platter. So there will be vegetables and fruit and, you know, all kinds of fancy dips and stuff. So that will at least look I think I'm just going to bring the TV and then show the movie and let everybody eat and talk about you. John Ferry's coming and he is going to say a few words because I don't think any of us can do it. I don't, Jenny thought about it and she wants to cry and Missy's certain she can't do it. And maybe dad, you know how he likes to talk. And holy shit, man, I did not realize how much that man can talk constantly until he was here but oh Jenny and I were both like dad we love you but my god man for two seconds stop talking um your urn is beautiful as I'm sure you know I'm sure you've seen it it's beautiful it's really really pretty brass that's purple for some reason I just don't remember if I think purple is your favorite color, but I can't 100% remember. But you're an Aquarius, so you're getting purple because we're both Aquarius. So we're doing, we're just doing purple. Um, Let's see what else news is going on that you should know. Um, I downloaded a whole lot of horoscope apps, so I will be talking to you about our horoscopes in future talks, but um, once I figure them out, they're a little advanced (laughs) for me um, with tarot readings and all kinds of stuff, so I paid for a lifetime membership so we can sit and talk about this all the time, and I can tell your horoscope every day, Um, and we can talk about that, and we can talk about I don't know, whatever random weirdo things I see, people that are annoying, that can be judgmental, I'll feel bad about it, but I know how you like to be catty and judgmental sometimes, because sometimes it is a little bit fun. Um, I don't know, honey. I don't, um, I hate, I hate that this life is now with, without you here physically, I know that you're, um, if there's a heaven, you're there. That's for sure. I hope mom was there. I hope you got to have that talk that you told Jenny or Trish. I don't remember which one. So many people have told me these things, but I hope that she was there and that you're with her and grandma and grandma Betty and grandma Tootie, grandpa Steve. 
I hope Rufus is there and Princess and Molly and Noodle, that they're all there. Um, I think that's all your cats that passed away. And Missy's dog that got hit by the car. I know you loved him. I hope they're all there and that you're happy and healthy and no more dialysis and no more heart problems and no more pain. That you can just go to sleep when you're tired and wake up and you feel rested and happy and you can eat a whole meal without feeling sick to your stomach or nauseous and you can eat all the cheese that you want or any other fruit that you couldn't have. You can have all the bananas that you ever want. I don't I don't really like this new normal. It's been 16 days. And I hate it. I was I was planning for you to come home that weekend. I mean, you were supposed to be stable. You were in the regular unit. How in seven days this happened, I will never know. But I saw you the night before you went in the hospital. And honestly, I've never seen you so bad. And I'm glad that your suffering is over. But I'm not glad that you're gone. I expected you to be here living with me. Still being the sarcastic shithead, judging me all the time. And that was fun. Sometimes annoying, I'm not going to say. Sometimes you didn't drive me nuts, but I know that you were sick and that you were tired. And it was hard to be in a good mood. And I just totally planned on picking you up that Sunday. I never ever in a million years thought that I'd be having a conversation with you on my phone without you saying any words back while I'm looking at a fucking urn that you're in. But I'm hoping that your service is beautiful. And you did a good job by saving some money because it's covering your service and your bills and everything's paid and You'll probably have the best credit of your life right now since none of the creditors know anything. Your car's even paid until Jenny's getting a loan from her. Um, Her boss is paying off the car and then she's going to make payments back to them. So your car will be paid off. All your bills will be paid off. Probably have the best credit ever. Sadly, I had to go and throw away all your dialysis bags because they don't take those back. And you had literally just gotten a brand new shipment the day you passed away, which is wonderful and such a waste of dialysate that apparently nobody else can use. So, So I'm making a podcast, which is weird. Not that it's public, but I don't know. Maybe we'll have some surprise guests. Missy's going to be here in a couple weeks. And I'm so excited to see her because I haven't seen her since this happened. I don't know. It feels 
really weird because she's also not here. And it feels weird to drive on your, your street. I know you're both gone. It's been really, that's been really hard. I don't see her Jeep or, I don't know that you're just right beside her there. Or in my spare room. Oh, honey. Oh my God. I'm reading through your journals and I saw you. You struggled so much with being told this, that you had this disease and how much you love Jay. I saw on your calendar on your phone that everybody that passed away, every animal, every person, you put a little reminder, even Rufus. And that's the sweetest thing. So I put in mine a reminder to tell you I love you every, every January 12th at 6.37 p.m., which is your official time of death, if you did not know. That's what's on your death certificate, which is the grossest thing to say in the world because I have your birth certificate and you're safe. But it turns out you have a death certificate now too. And you're 43 years only of living. And I can't imagine what you went through in those last few years. And how sick you've been and we didn't know, or maybe we didn't want to know, I don't know. I don't know. I hope that you knew I was there with you. I don't know if you were already gone or it was just the meds keeping your heart beating or if you were there in any way, I don't know. I thought I felt you squeeze my hand a few times, but I wasn't totally sure. Sometimes it seemed like you were, sometimes it seemed like you were not. I'm glad you gave me the signal because how I struggled. I can't imagine what Marissa would have made a decision to do, but I even was struggling with the decision to stop everything. So I am so appreciative that you gave me that, that push because it was already hard. I was going to wait for Jenny, but you were ready to go when you were ready to go. And... I don't know if you were above your body or you saw a light or you saw mom or I don't know, honey. I don't know what you saw. I hope that I hope that there is a place that you're you are. And I hope that you are with everyone that you love and now you can finally just be free. I don't know what part I believe you know I struggle with that, but I don't know if you're coming back somewhere as someone else or if you're just floating out there somewhere with mom and Rufus. I don't know. <sighs> but everyone's been really great. I don't know if you can see, but everyone has. 
been so helpful and uh, I don't know. Dad said he was mad when I said I'm not gonna ever get over this and Brandon, I really don't think I will. I am I don't even know what I am. I'm struggling so hard. I cannot even. I can't even believe this is real. I just can't believe it actually happened. I can't believe you're dead. I can't believe you're not just coming back. You've lived through so much. I can't believe there was ever, ever a time that you didn't make it. But you, you did it this time. And I don't think I'm ever going to be okay again. Even on the days when I do feel good, then I feel guilty for feeling okay. But it doesn't last long anyway, so... I'm also sad that Missy and Jenny came to them in their dream and they felt better. They saw you and it was real. And I have not had that. I haven't seen you. I hope that you will come in my dreams. Let me know that you're okay. I hope that these stupid podcasts get better. I'm sorry. I'm crying so much. I really do want to make them fun later. We can talk about our horoscope and trashy women who wear trashy clothes on the on the bus or that you see out to dinner and somebody should be definitely not wearing that small of an outfit. And I can't wait to get on my podcast and tell you all about it. Because I know that you'd be just bitchy enough to want to talk about it. I'm hoping that, I don't know, maybe, maybe after your service I'll finally get it. That it's all real. Um, like I get it, but, but I don't really totally get it. Because I still want it to not be true. No. Oh, I'm like foggy. I can't focus. It just doesn't feel right. And I hope I made the right decision by getting you cremated because... Number one, so many things. I don't think we had enough money for a full funeral. At least not right away, but we would have, if that's what your real wishes were, but I don't know. I don't think you would have wanted anybody looking at you in a casket, not looking your best. And your face was puffy and your eyes were bleeding. And I just don't think that's something that you would have wanted everybody to see. And... Honestly, it's never going to be something that I forget seeing. When I 
held your hand in that room. And I kept putting my hand on your fistula because I knew that's buzzing, that you're still there, that your heart's still beating. And, uh, and to see that, stop. Oh. And then every now and then I thought I felt it, but I must have, must have just been my head, I don't know. And I couldn't let go of your hand because it was still warm, and as long as I held it, it was staying warm. And because I just couldn't leave you in that stupid hospital. <laughs> but your last picture looked so much better. You didn't have all those tubes in or any of that. You looked like you, but not like you. so much every time. I feel like a light's gone out or something because even now that you were on that Zoloft or whatever, every now and then I could still see parts of you. That The funny Brandon, the, the person who still had life. It's been rare these past few years since your last kidney gave up. You've been definitely more angry and cynical, tired. And I get it all. I understand it all. But I missed you. I missed Brandon who could. And you always thought it was that it was like the token gay or something that we needed you to be funny. It wasn't ever that. It was... You were just funny, whether you were gay or not gay, you were just funny, man. You could come up with stuff so quickly. We were always just shocked at how quickly you could come with the funniest response to something you'd never heard before. But it was the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, that time when you said <laughs> you're going to watch the three Ps, pits, privates, and puffets. Travis is actually thinking of getting a, a, a tattoo that says pits, privates, and puffets because it's fucking funny. And who, who could ever come up with the man of my dreams? <laughs> what you said about that candle scent. I mean, that's just an, an example. There's so many that just happened that I didn't remember. It wasn't because you were a token of anything. You were just the funniest person I know. You had the best comebacks and you would just make everyone laugh and not on purpose, just from random shit you said. 
the girls, my God, when, you, when Travis and I were first together, they would laugh for hours. They thought you were the funniest person they'd ever seen. And I would see little bits of that in these last few years, but not as much. You were clearly unhappy. You were clearly not well. I'm glad that you hung on a little bit longer. I would have given anything for you to get another kidney transplant. <sighs> and you could have had, I don't know, however many more, 10, 20 more years where you were pain-free and back to normal. And all this time, I really, truly did think you were going to be okay. You were going to get a kidney at some point, and this was all going to work out. But I guess your heart had other ideas. And what's the fucking chances, man? What's the fucking chances that you survived two kidney transplants? Two fucking heart attacks, a triple bypass surgery, and your fucking gallbladder is the bullshit that made you, that that ended you. How is that fucking possible? I, I can't even fucking fathom. And I don't understand how any of this shit happened. It's definitely going to make me... I always thought Missy was super paranoid, but maybe I was not paranoid enough. And I mean, too little, too fucking late when it comes to you, obviously, but I will never let another family member of mine go into the hospital and not be hyper fucking vigilant about making sure that they know what the hell they're doing. I'm not doing that ever again. I always thought when you complained about the doctors not knowing what they're doing or acting like idiots that you were just cranky and you didn't feel good and you were just pissed because there's so many residents. And I honestly, I should have just said, no, no residents, no residents in your care. They don't know what they're doing. You are too far advanced. They shouldn't be part of your care. That's Elliot. You know, of course, he hears a noise. Elliot! Stop. There's just people outside. I'm talking to Uncle Brandon. All right. There's just people outside. It's no big deal. Anyways, so Elliot's just going to low-level grunt in the background. Edmund's here. He's been sweet. I think on some level, they're a little bit bummed out too because they know mommy's really sad, so they don't they don't know why, but they know that she is. Little kittens are still out there, of course, still feeding them. <sighs> I got a new rug. Looks really pretty. 
It's huge. It takes up the whole living room, which I, I know I've talked to you about how I thought it needed to kind of join all the furniture together and the other one was too small, but it looks really good. Um, saved quite a bit of your things. Um, I had no idea you had all the tapes, the cassette tapes of Dolly Parton in the whole world. But those, of course, were mine. Missy's having your Chronicles of Narnia books, and she's very excited to have those. And Jenny took pretty much, you know, any Dolly Parton shirt or your hat that you always wore. She's struggling really hard. I know Missy is even too. I haven't seen her, so I know she's struggling. She's angry. She wants to make the hospital pay. Um... But Jenny's just, you know, Jenny, she's just really sad. And she just really fucking loved you. I would do anything for you. And you know that. We're all just really, really. Oh, we're all just really struggling. I don't even know what else to say. And it's really not about us. It's about you. And I know that. But this has been real hard. I mean, I'm going days on the weekends. I can't even, I just like, I just want to sit in the house and do nothing and cry, drink. I've been trying not to drink as much as I was the first week or so. That was a little bit out of hand, but it was the only thing that made me feel good until, you know, that point when it doesn't make you feel good and it makes you, now you're drunk and sad. <laughs> So that's worse, but I don't know, honey. David said he's going to go live with his mom in the summer. So maybe that'll give you some peace knowing he's going to be okay. He didn't take it well, as I'm sure you know. He took pretty much every single thing he could of yours that he reminded you, him of you, even super small things, just anything. He took everything he could. And your apartment people, again, they were so awesome. We didn't even have to like just pack everything up and throw it in garbage bags. And they were nice enough to, to take care of it from there. You made a big impression on a lot of people, honey. And I'm sad that you didn't know that when you were alive. I'm sorry that Patrick hasn't talked to you in all this time. And I mean, he's, when I talk to him, he has missed you for a very long time. I'm sorry he didn't reach out and tell you that. I'm sorry that you haven't heard from Holly or Becca or any of these people. There were a few people I, I saw on your phone, like Biagio and... Kathy, that it looks like you still talk to, and Nick, and I let them all know. And, um, hello, side flings. I saw a couple side flings in there. Um, I did let them know <laughs> that you have, you will no longer be their side flings. And one dude was like, here's my number. Let's talk on your phone. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with your side flings, but... 
I mean, good for you. Good for you for having a side fling. I had no idea that you were still seeing anybody else other than David. So I'm glad that even though you were with David, you didn't let him dominate you or any of that because I know he cheated on you multiple times. So I'm glad that you got even or just not even get even that you just took care of yourself. Good for you. (sighs) Okay, this was a long ramble. I love you. I love you so much. I'm so fucking sorry for any time I wasn't a good sister or any time I didn't listen to you or take you seriously. Anything. If you ever, ever once, I know that you have felt not included or I don't know, whatever. Whatever I made you feel like that wasn't good. I'm sorry for that. I never, ever would have wanted that. I never, ever wanted to make you feel anything bad. Even in those times when we got in drunk arguments. And that one time I was really mean about mom's ring. That was fucking shitty. And I I think I apologized. I think I did. I think Travis made me because he also told me I was super mean. When you and I didn't really ever get in that many arguments, we got in a few. But whenever we did, we apologized and got it over with. So I hope that you know I, I have always loved you. I've always been proud of you. You have always been the funniest person and one of my favorite human beings in the whole world. And I'm completely, completely devastated of all the things that you were missing out on and all the things you never got to do. If you have a place that you really want me to put your ashes, If you do get to come in my dreams and talk to me, maybe that's what you can tell me. Otherwise, I was thinking, I'm just running this by you, if I just take your ashes with me every time we go on a trip somewhere, I'll take a little bit and put you there. So, I mean, no, it's not the same as you went on your own vacation and you got to experience Ireland or, you know, Paris when I go, but... It's the best I can do. It's the closest I can get you. Unless you have some other place and maybe you can tell me. But (sighs) I don't know, babe. (sighs) Sorry for the long rambling podcast, I guess. (laughs) Not an email, not a voicemail, but just sending this out into the universe and hoping that you hear it. All right. I think that's all I can say for today. I love you. I miss you. And I hope I will talk to you tomorrow.